You're listening to the Quince podcast. Millions of Indian gamers are trying to win the last chicken dinner and I mean the digital chicken dinner as the hugely popular PUBG Mobile now shares the same fate as TikTok. This online multiplayer game that had many Indians hooked is now banned along with 117 other China-based apps. This is the second time that the Ministry of Information and Technology has banned more China-based apps in the country. In the first round of banning that had happened earlier on 29 June, TikTok was one of the wildly popular apps that went down with 59 other apps like CamScanner, UC Browser and ShareIt. The IT Ministry's press release says that the now banned apps are quote engaged in activities which are prejudicial to the sovereignty and the integrity of India, defense of India's security of state and public order. End quote. If that sounds familiar it's because these concerns bear a close resemblance with the reasonings of the quote and quote security concerns that had come with the TikTok ban and speaking of similarities the timing of the ban has not gone unnoticed either as was with TikTok and the 59 other apps the PUBG mobile ban also comes at a time when Indo-China tensions have been flaring up at Ladakh all over again should we see this ban as India's response to Chinese aggression What is the impact of this move? In this podcast you'll hear from Major M Jolly and an ardent gamer himself who now works in the rural development sector and Nikhil Pawar, a digital rights activist and the founder of Media Nama. You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you. And I'm your host Shorbhuri. PUBG needs no introduction. Its popularity speaks for itself. It's one of the largest mobile and PC games owned by Crafton, which was initially called Bluehole until 2018, and it's a South Korean company. When it was launched in 2017, it had 65 million downloads. So what's the China connection here? The mobile version of the game that is PUBG Mobile was made by the Chinese tech giant Tencent. and it was launched in 2018 it's so immensely popular that it ranks among the world's top 5 smartphone games with over 734 million downloads and india which was believed to be one of the biggest markets for tiktok also provides a huge user base for pubg here in india it has 50 million downloads and 33 million active users Although the government has simply cited quote unquote security concerns as the rationale as players are rushing to stream their last games online there's also an acknowledgement among some of the gamers that losing this game is but a small sacrifice for the country sacrifice because given that it's a china based app this ban is largely being perceived as a response to china's fragrant tactics at the LEC the indo-china tensions as you know hasn't been abated yet despite several rounds of dialogue Even while the talks were going on recently the Indian government accused the PLA soldiers of trying to take quote unquote provocative action in the southern bank of Pangongso which were reportedly thwarted with timely action for more details on it you can check out the previous episode of the big story but at a time when the indochina tensions are beginning to rise again what message does this ban send is technology the new turf of warfare major jolly explains how this ban could hurt china should they directly translate to how much you know uh, because these are paid games mm. uh, then you have to if you want to upgrade you have to buy a new weapon you again have to pay mm. so it's a, a considerable loss on a revenue for some game company which has such a huge user base in india mm. uh, but i would call it a commerce thing 
it's a revenue generator it's a different business concept altogether mm-hmm. where you are not actually supplying the goods you supplied it once and they continue recurring you know right. it's a very, it's a very recurring cost but it sent the message to china that you know uh, firstly firstly it's a direct message the control you assumed you have you don't have it anymore you know uh, that at the moment a app is banned it gets deactivated mm. hence you you stop that access to phone secondly it's a strategic move in terms of a all round confrontation mm. what happens is people say ye ladai ko lad rahe hain china se par business karte rehte hain ye kaisi baat hai you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. so when you say we don't even need your cam caller we don't need your filters or we don't need your pubg mm-hmm. we actually don't need you we are we are closing the business we are closing any connect this like blocking somebody on your phone you know so we don't need you anymore so it is uh, it is in, in a lot of people say what's the big deal you know it's just banned some apps it's all about messaging actually the where the messaging conveys that we will remove your any kind of influence which you were planning to bring in through your apps and uh, social media uh, to our citizens But this is not India's first targeted response to China. There was an earlier ban order on 59 apps as well, like I've said. And before that, India had also restricted Chinese investment. India's tightened policy on foreign direct investment, or FDI, now requires investments from countries that share a land border with India to go through a government approval first. And since China is one of those neighbors that have a huge investment in India, the target of this new policy is no secret. The IT ministry banned these apps under section 69A of the Information Technology Act in view of the quote unquote emergent nature of threats and quote unquote security concerns. But security concerns is an often used vague term by the government as was the case with the previous ban order which was also issued through a press release instead of a legal order. There's no specification of what exactly raised these security issues about PUBG now. Nikhil Pawar points out that these ban orders are rare instances where the government has publicized the ban to India citizens. If there was any doubt about it, it clears up the fact that the ban is in fact a very political move. Uh, Section 69A rules uh, specifically state that the order can be kept confidential by the government. Mm-hmm. And to my mind that this is the these two orders regarding the bans are the first instances that I have seen. of the government issuing any order uh, of of publicizing any ban under section 69 it's very clear that they wanted um, you know the, uh, the chinese to know and they wanted indian citizens to know that these apps are being banned so it is a political move and it's a consciously political move uh, from the looks of it like the order or the press release highlights uh, the fact that data is being sent out of the country mm. um and therefore makes a case for data localization mm. um and it also mentions profiling of indian citizens now neither uh, is profiling illegal uh, nor is sending data out of the country unless it is payment specific data um disallowed in india india doesn't have a data localization mandate and so i think uh, whatever rationale is given here doesn't quite conform with existing understood laws or practices uh, in place we don't have a data protection law in the country right. for that matter 
right? So it's important to note that this that the reasons being given in the press release are not necessarily the reasons why the government is banning these apps. But it's not India alone that has been banning China-based apps. Shortly after India banned TikTok, even U.S. President Donald Trump said his administration was "quote unquote" looking into it. And on 6 August, he issued an executive order giving TikTok's Chinese owners, that is ByteDance, 45 days to sell the app to a U.S.-based company. So at a time when China is being perceived as a bully over its activities around India, Taiwan, and Hong Kong, what is the significance of this move in terms of geopolitics? Mr. Power Vision. At at whether this was needed or not, right? Uh, and if you look at it from a geopolitical perspective, mm. there is a global pushback against China, Correct. because China has an advantage in the way it's operating. It is, it has a closed economy, and under uh, the Chinese national intelligence law, uh, it can, uh, you know, force its companies to act as in. Extension of the state or an instrument of the state. Hmm. Therefore, if in India there are let's say a hundred and twenty or two hundred or three hundred million users using Chinese apps and services, hmm. they can effectively also be uh, utilized to uh, hypothetically attack Indian internet infrastructure through malware or through a DDoS attack, hmm. a distributed denial of service attack. Hmm. So those risks remain, uh, and I think China can't have it both ways, where you close out your economy, hmm. but you take the advantage of democracies having open economies. Okay. And we and so therefore, if it means that democracies across the world restrict Chinese internet businesses from operating in their countries because of this imbalance uh, in the governance structures uh, between democracies and 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 you know, communist regimes. Mm-hmm. Then so be it. Mm-hmm. We have to look at engaging with democracies that follow the same norms and the same rules that we do. Mm-hmm. And those adequacy requirements are now going to be very critical uh, for the internet going forward. So what are PUBG's options now? Well, it can contest the ban legally in court. And Pava explains that since the legitimacy of this ban will now be reviewed by a committee, if the matter does come up in court, the government will have to justify its rationale behind the ban. Um, as far as I understand, those concerns have to go through a review process uh, with a committee. That is the reason why Section sixty nine wasn't written down by the Supreme Court uh, in the Shreya Singhal judgment because there was due process in place. So, but these bans, uh, both this one and the previous one, seem to have been issued under an emergency provision where the ban has first been issued, and then there's supposed to be a meeting to review the bans and whether they're legitimate bans or not. Okay. TikTok and PUBG have the option of going to court to challenge these bans, hmm. and that's when the government will have to justify the rationale behind this ban in court. But As we know, national security is a very broad framework, with and it, and that phrase hasn't been defined. Right. And there are instances where even the judiciary leaves it to the state, uh, you know, in its wisdom to exercise whatever, uh, uh, you know, whatever it needs to do to protect national security. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how this will turn out, but I think 
the only option that these apps have is to go to court if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on apple google podcast spotify geo7 and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the quinn website and check out the podcast section for any feedback shoot an email to podcasts@thequinn.com thanks for listening log on to the quinn's website and check out our other podcasts 